Okay, good morning, everyone. Uh, very, very warm welcome to today's uh, pre-market trade plan. Um, what an interesting market condition we currently have. Um, it does feel like there's a series of um, economic um, difficulties out there. Uh, none more so with uh, with the banking sector, which started in the US. Uh, we had a few banks get into difficulty, um, largely due to rates being driven higher. Um, now that's drifted over to Europe. Uh, Credit Suisse has been bailed out by um, uh, UBS and, and government um, government funding as well. Uh, and I suppose the markets are reacting. We, we'll go through the, the technicals in just a second. And uh, um, but the market fundamentals are are pretty confusing to be honest and and they had been all last week um it was a difficult trading week last week in terms of first of all our frequency of trades were really really low i think we only took i think four trades in, in the course of the whole week and uh one of them was a was a big winner and i think we had three small losses um so uh, i'll explain why we took those losses what we're looking to see this market do um and and how we can sort of trade around these current periods but certainly we talk an awful lot about you know how important patience is and and uh, it's definitely one of these markets right now there's a there's a lot happening um and a lot of it doesn't make a huge amount of sense of course um that's always um that's always difficult when, when that's the case so uh, uh, as always this session is designed to be uh, to prepare you for today's trading opportunities so we're going to look to see if we can identify any high probability trades over the course of this session. So let's get straight into it. Then we'll start, of course, with a risk warning. Um, I don't know if you guys will experience, but um, certainly as far as our, our broadcasting, but um, the the look of this presentation is very different. And we were trying to get it resolved. Not too sure why it's happening, but um, you'll see what I mean in a second. So all profitable traders, they need to consider a series of very important um uh, elements when trading financial markets and of course you know with thousands of markets to choose on which markets should get your attention and more importantly why are we looking at those markets uh, trade entries exits of course uh, not just for a loss but for a profit um, how do we manage risk um, you know trade management as well just a completely different topic the risk management and, and trading psychology all formulate uh, a trader's sort of winning mindset really um, and uh, we address these considerations live every single day with every trade we get into and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach it's no point just because you get sort of quite strange market moves it's no point throwing your strategy out the window and trying to trade these current markets because um you'll experience you know a, a short a relatively short period of of these types of conditions and then then begin to change perhaps normalize a little bit more so um being consistent is important accurate with the levels we use discipline with our capital and of course be patient as well so let's start and you can see that the, the change of the format so um not too sure why this is the case but uh we've tried restarting things and, and um not having much joy so we can still see what we need to see so today nothing of any major concern um it's it's a I suppose this is bank holiday tomorrow. We had further Fed announcements this weekend. And we knew last last week that, you know, the, the authorities wanted to get to the weekend so that they could, you know, especially 
regarding uh, Credit Suisse. Um, if they could limp to the weekend uh, and then be able to put further plans in place and further liquidity. And um, we had the same thing uh, this weekend as we did last weekend. And it definitely feels like there's, uh, there's you know, there's trouble um, in the pipeline now. And the, some markets are reacting in a really kind of um, definitive way. And, and we're talking more about your, some of your risk off haven um, which ironically are, are, are gold and and the crypto markets as well although they were very much crypto markets were very much moving in line and there was a, a lot of talk about how it's you know linked to to markets like the um like the us indices for example and and that's uncoupling now because there's there's a distinct standalone move in markets like your cryptocurrency markets um with with complete distrust if there's one thing that was gonna um uh uncouple uh cryptocurrencies it would have been a, a banking crisis and and that seems to be what we're what we're dealing with so now the focus completely turns to the us and will the fed uh, will they continue to to raise rates we're expecting a 25 basis point rate hike we probably think all things considered we'd probably get up to that level um, and it's going to be fascinating to hear from uh, Jerome Powell. Uh, we wondered why he was sort of uh, chopping and changing his 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 rhetoric um, over the last number of months, and now we probably see why he's been doing that. With uh, you know a lot of turmoil coming down uh, coming down the tracks, and um, perhaps wanted to ease the Fed off a little bit. So. Um, it's hard to predict a, a banking crash before we actually see one. So um, uh, it wasn't really in our in our thinking two weeks ago, but very much is a part of our thinking now. And we did say we'd have certain opinions on these markets until something changes. And I think the potential for a, a global banking crisis, I think, is one of those sort of important elements, you know, and. and important bits of information which has clearly changed so it's not just the fomc we've also got um the, the um the boe again we're expecting a 25 basis point rate hike and the problem is these central banks are very much expected to to, to continue to raise rates um with a very uh, uh let's say um sort of turbulent backdrop and um and that's what the problem is and and um a lot of the problem stems from the fact that the fed have gone from zero to to basically sort of five percent uh in a relatively short period of time for good reason because of trying to address the inflation number but it's going to be interesting to see what what happens now um just as a an interesting sort of development and again it doesn't make a huge amount of sense um but if we look at the the two-year bond yields you know we're way down at 3.66 if we look at yield inversion um that's coming in at 3.3 so we're only talking about sort of a 30 uh a 35 basis point inversion now if you went back a week and a half it was 105 so um huge improvement uh as far as yield inversion is concerned and now we're looking at interest rates above five percent 
all the Fed want to see now is inflation come down in line um, with um, with uh, the, these interest rate hikes. And um, we are still waiting to see what other supports are the, not just the Fed, but governments around the world likely to what other decisions will they need to make um, as these markets unfold. So, so that's a, a little backdrop, a little sort of understanding of uh, kind of where we're at from a fundamental perspective and what news events we have this week to deal with. Um, now, the problem is, let me bring up the lines. Um, <laughs> the problem is, obviously, the market fundamentals are, are a little bit on the confusing side and, and risk, sent, risk sentiment keeps chopping and changing. It's up one day, it's down the next. Um, but we can sort of identify broadly speaking, you know, important levels of support and resistance in these markets. And um, so something along these lines are, are very much um, areas of support and resistance. And we took a buy trade, I think it was Thursday, um, for further upside at that point. So when you have markets moving up and down in this fashion, you're very much consolidative. And we would always be of the opinion we either look to, to buy the breakout to the upside or we look to sell the, the breakout to the downside. Um, I mean, we don't mind either way as long as we have, um, I suppose, reasons to, to take those trades. And last week, we did have a reason to get into this trade to the upside. We know we're going to run into resistance at slightly high levels, but we're, 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 we're obviously trying to anticipate what this market is likely to do. So. Um, and the problem is our previous bias has very much been to the downside and it has been since, since February, since this little breakout here. So our, our bias is still very much to the downside, um, but we had kind of a, a strong reversal on Friday and we're getting some continuation today. Now the problem still remains is that we really want to get a close below this level to get into a sell trade. So we're very nearly there. And what we'd be concerned about is this support level, you know, tomorrow starting to reverse. So do we have any clarity on the um, on the fundamental side? Not really. Uh, we've got kind of risk mark, risk off markets in some areas. Um, so that would support, you know, further downside, but um, We've got kind of a, a mixed bag from a risk sentiment perspective. Um, we, we don't know what 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 is ahead of us in terms of this banking crisis and, and how this plays out. And, and technically as well, we've kind of got a bit of sort of rubbish price action to work with. So we're really not in a, in a good place as far as provide, you know, any bit of clarity is concerned with these markets. So just strong long-term consolidation, two, four, six, eight, you know, nine trading days um, of, of sideways moving action. Uh, we're at these lower levels now. So some of the trades we were getting into on um, like last week, which were to the downside, still prevail. So um, we might get a, a sell trade off in the Dow Jones. We just had a few days of quite erratic price action. So our bias is still to the downside in these markets, but it does make it you know, really quite, quite difficult. Further downside for the FTSE. 
the DAX. We're running into some support at these current levels. I'm saying with the FTSE, no, we've, it's kind of a linear move, isn't it, to the downside. So still very bearish for European markets, potentially as well, very bearish for, uh, for the Nikkei. And Bitcoin, uh, hugely bullish. So there is an appetite, of course, for, for decentralized assets at a time of, of difficult crisis with regards to banking. So not surprised to see further upside. Another market that we could add to that list would be gold. So we were quite interested to see, would we get uh, a momentous move in gold off the back of this event? And I think Friday, uh, we firmly had our answer, which was yes. And we saw some strong continuation as well uh, to the upside. So um, we're now above 2000. So we're coming back up to these levels. We've got strong resistance around the um, the 2070 level. And it's all, you know, fear and anxiety, which is inducing this, this really unbelievable move, um, very linear uh, in nature. So elsewhere, we've got some yen strength creeping in with a mildly strong pound. Let's just have a look at the dollar yen. Just rolling over to the downside. So um, we've got some yen strength in these markets. So if we look at the dollar, there's the potential for the dollar to roll back over to the downside, but we're really in, and it, it must be noted that, you know, we are in a, a strong period of sideways moving markets since early February. So a lack of clarity really in the dollar. Um, we haven't sort of we really focused a little bit more on the equity on the indices than we have done on the dollar uh, recently we took a few trades and i think we're still in the aussie dollar as well um so the pound just up at those elevated levels we're, we're weaker against the yen just just really a lack of kind of dollar there's a distinct lack of kind of dollar strength but we're, we're still in our Aussie dollar trade it's a bit of roll over there so yen yen strength so it's really a risk-off trade so that can be our, our market <coughs> Okay, so um, okay, so on Friday morning we were looking for short-term relief rally. We were looking for those risk-on conditions, um, and we said, you know, slightly beyond the short term, we'd be looking for further risk-off. Now, this is what's surprising about these markets. Uh, good morning, everyone. I hope we're all keeping well. Just 
just finishing this off now we'll switch rooms in just a few seconds um what is really uh sort of unsettling is the fact that we would have when when we see banks step in and, and sorry uh, central banks step in and governments step in to kind of put a bit of a a floor under a, a particular crisis we'd expect a positive bounce and i think we did for one trading session we would have really expected a bit of upside for a bit longer um and really not surprised that eventually it kind of rolled over to the downside so even the little bounce to the upside is 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 flawed and um i mean we now know that we didn't know that last week we thought you know when when the fed and and the um the US government get involved in the banking system. It normally involves, you know, backstops and uh, potentially huge amounts of liquidity uh, to put a backstop under those assets. Um, and we know that, you know, these central bankers will do what it takes to, to, to keep things uh, on an even keel uh, as much as they possibly can. They keep talking about price stability, although prices are all over the place. So, um, so on Friday morning, which was quite, um, it was it was a difficult trade plan session. Uh, the FTSE rebounding above, uh, that's now rolled back over to the downside. There was a really good market, a really good um, buying opportunity in gold above the 1937. We're now above 2000. So, um, and uh, US oil, you know, is still much, much lower now. Can look for short-term dollar weakness. So let's let's just make a couple of amendments to this to this screen. Um, so, so these are our reversing risk-off market conditions now. So um, we're kind of almost pulling back from a potential move last week to the upside. So what can we look for? Um, weakness. Okay. Indices weakness. Uh, gold strength looks like further downside for oil. Um, yeah, uh, Japanese yen. Um, Right, can look for short-term dollar weakness. We're going to take the dollar out of the equation. Don't really like the look of the dollar, but 
uh, potentially focusing on uh, the US. So really, our market summary is reversing risk-off market conditions. So we'd still have to be a little bit careful. Uh, more of a focus on traditional safe havens. So we look at indices to the downside. Uh, we're looking for gold strength and Japanese strength as well, Japanese yen. So that can really take our focus for the trading day. We discussed these narratives in a little bit more detail now in, in just a second. Um, certainly these recessionary fears are bringing these uh, risk-off conditions uh, to the fore. Um, so indices lower, not so much of a dollar higher. In fact, we've got issues with um, with uh, bond markets as well, uh, potentially commodities to the downside. So we're not really... So there's a bit of a decoupling perhaps going on uh, right now. We'll discuss in a lot more detail. So on that note, guys, uh, we'll let you go. Thanks very much for joining us. Any questions, feel free to post them. And of course, we trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m. for the European trading session and again at 12.45 for the U.S. trading session. So if you want to join us for that, more than welcome. Uh, for more information, just go to the thelivetrader.com and we'll speak to you soon. For everyone here, take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.